Welcome back to Big Gay Nerds playing Monster of the Week. In our previous episode, our little ragtag band had traveled to the uh, upstate New York town of Horseshoe uh, to investigate a missing teenager who had been abducted maybe by aliens. However, um, in their investigations, they have discovered, uh, let's see, just to just go over all of the assembled, like, factoids. Um, one, that apparently the witness of the abduction was um, uh, close to the victim, and that uh, her mother didn't necessarily approve of that. Two, uh, that the entity, let's call it for now, um, flew into the forest, not into the sky, so that would hopefully make catching it a bit easier. And uh, three, there are in fact local legends about uh, fairies. So it appears then that Ezekiel's um, gut guess about it at the start of the first episode uh, was maybe more correct than intended. Still not <laughs> proven, but it's uh, looking more and more likely. And anyway, so with that laid out, uh, we should probably do actual introductions, just because we're trying to make that a standard. I'm Owen he, him, and I am the keeper for this game. I don't know if I, <laughs> I forget if I said that before, but that's what like the mm -hmm. Master of Ceremonies is called for this game. It's cool and sinister, and I like it. Um, <laughs> then just uh, going down our Discord list, uh, we have Chonix. Hello, I'm Jonix. Uh, he, him, or they, them is fine. And uh, you can find me, as always, on Twitter.com at GoJonixGo. There's Levi. Uh, hello, I'm uh, Levi. Here they, a uh, frequent contributor to the show. Uh, I play Zeke in this game. Yes. Um, we have Pixie. Hi, I'm Pixie. She, her, or they, them. And I will steal Levi's <laughs> intro and say that I am also a frequent contributor now. <laughs> And Snapper. Hello, I'm Snapper. Uh, he, him, and I'm an infrequent contributor <laughs> to the show. Um, yeah, and it's great to be here. We're always happy to have you. Yes. So, um, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. I got a brace for that again. It's been, it's been a week, that, so I almost forgot. George coming at you. Yep. So, <laughs> Turning that so, chair around, sitting down, have a <laughs> So, um, in the, uh, the last session ended with, uh, Pixie's character, Claire, um, warding the witness's room against, uh, fairy intrusion, uh, and kind of freaking her out in the process. Um, and meanwhile, the others were hanging out at a bar and asking around, um, so I would say that by now, if you guys want to all be, you know, uh, grouped up again, you can. But uh, so what are your next moves, uh, literal or figurative? Well, um, as we discussed off mic, uh, I, uh, I feel that it's probably time to, to get the agency involved in this. And so we have a, more or less a confirmation on what this creature is, or at least the nature of it. Um, and so, uh, I, I think I'm gonna give them a call. Okay, yes, so, you ha- uh, your agency is sort of a, 
the, like the private crusade of a mysterious benefactor and you sort of have this complex hierarchy uh in between yes. i think what we said before was sort of like you know who your report you know who you report to and the person you report to claims to be pretty close on the chain to the benefactor but it's sort of hard to say based on your various interactions exactly so how do you get in touch with them um well uh since since my agency which i'll go over the tags again it's uh, well financed weird tech gadgets secretive hierarchy and cryptic missions like all of that uh sort of tells me that anything that they have it's going to be closer to get smart than james bond <laughs> <laughs> so uh so Asterian, they they pull out a uh 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 like a like a brass um pocket watch that then they like flip the face on like they like they like it like rotates out and then there's like a touch or not a touchdown but like a, a rotary dial mm. inside like an old phone and so like they do that like probably 15 times or so <laughs> Like just, just you know, in public, um, <laughs> and then, and then uh, eventually, a noise happens, and they are connected. All right. Um, and that, so, rolling for my agency is a, uh, it's a plus sharp. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm gonna do that now. Oh, that was almost plus twelve, which is not. How <laughs> there we go. Damn. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> you rolled oh, one plus one plus one. Do you want to uh, take that on the chin, or um, <laughs> do? You, and I forget. Does does that move say have a specific result for a failure? Um. Yeah. Okay. So on a miss, uh, you screwed up. <laughs> you might, oh, good. You might be suspended or under investigation or just in the doghouse. You certainly aren't going to get any help until you sort it all out. Okay. So, so um, I think I'm going to use one of my luck okay. points cool. for this. Okay. That, that's, that sounds about right. Um, let me just double check something because I am using the rules where spending luck does have complications. So something is still going to come up, I believe, between you and your agency. But let me just double check what it would be. I have to assume it's not as bad as just being in the shit. I think it's actually just pushing all of this bad, uh, this ill will onto the next mission. <laughs> oh, yes. When you spend a point of luck, your next mission from the agency comes with lots of red tape. Lots. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so... Um, but, however, because the roll is counted as a 12... Okay. So, yes, your uh, request is okayed. So just to play that out, I think that there's sort of like a static crackle and then there's sort of like a, there's like a tone, you know? Uh, sure. And when that clears, um, you hear, Agent Asterian, this is Agent Polyphemus, please state your request. Agent Polyphemus, this is Agent Asterian, I'm requesting... Uh, ordinance to deal with a, uh, a class F, uh, entity in our, in, in the, uh, the, the upper, upper New York area division. Over. Registered, you are cleared for ordinance. Uh, would you request ranged or close quarters? 
uh, ranged in this case. I think it's a fast-moving target, and we'd like to make sure that we uh, we don't get caught up in a, any sort of close combat situation over. Registered. Uh, a device will be on the way shortly, delivered remotely. Uh, just state your current location, and we will use this communication device to pinpoint the point of delivery. So make sure you get to a secure location before the drop. Copy. Over and out. Over and out. <laughs> Beep, boop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> then, then they just like they you know close it and it flips back into like a pocket watch which they don't use and they just put it back in there. <laughs> just back in their jacket. All right. Uh, so that's all set. Do you like? So I don't know how open you are with the rest of your team about all of this agency stuff um what do you tell them about that um i think they i if anyone were to ask i think they would they would do you know have like a boilerplate like almost like a government agent answer but not really Uh. because like there's no clearance it's just like it's like that's above your pay grade Mm. like that kind of answer gotcha because they don't really know that much themselves, so like they're just gonna wanna, they want to make sure that uh, yeah. you know no one asks too many questions, so they don't they don't get caught out. <laughs> All right, um, what's everyone else doing then? I believe Ezekiel, you've already got your little geomancy chart, right? Yeah. Uh, so he ran. Uh, divination at the request of Claire to check to see uh, if the trip into the forest would be like worth their time. Uh, and yes. uh, I decided to actually do this, and the result I got was that we would gain something, but the outcome would be chaotic. Oh, okay. That sounds. Yeah, that sounds like excellent. The problem with the. Uh, the whole uh, gain symbol is that you can gain bad things too. <laughs> but, but looking at the rest of the chart here, um, it's all sort of mixed. Uh, so Zeke, the way Zeke is taking it is he should watch everybody's back, but they should get moving on it, and it'll probably work out fine. Okay. That sounds cool. And also, just to just to be clear, this is a thing that's going on outside of the mechanics of Monster of the Week. You literally did some geomancy readings. Yeah, you can just you just uh, Google it. it. You can anything that will give you a binary result, like a coin flip or a pair of d sixes. You can like use to run a quick like divination. It's pretty cool, honestly. That's neat. We can put yeah. a picture up or something because I've got yeah. it right here. Yeah, um, but yes, you so you, out of character. Well, out of the mechanics, you have that, and mechanically, you do also have your hold for that role yeah, you made. And uh, in game, this can manifest as basically giving people bonuses or taking bonuses. I've got like three charges on it since I also yeah. uh, used a point of luck. Yes, which means that something has gone bad within your sect, but you haven't called in on them recently, so you don't know. <laughs> Yeah, we don't we don't have uh, watch phones. <laughs> okay, well, um, uh, let's see. 
it sounds like there's a general sense of direction so how about uh so i guess how does like the in-character planning go for the next stage of things because it sounds like it's time for people to talk with each other I still think we need to get horseshoes. <laughs> well, you know... I'm just saying, it worked for many, many decades, apparently. And then uh, honestly, they stopped having horseshoes on their doors, and now suddenly there's a fey attack or whatever. You know, honestly, if that's a... There's, a, like, a long history of that, of horseshoes keeping, like, fairies and the devil away. I think that's a good idea. I think we can we can do that and uh, Asterian's uh, tools. I think we can use all the outside help we can get. All right. Well, um, in your uh, investigation role, you did learn that apparently the uh, town hall does actually still have a horseshoe up above um, its doorframe, a sort of like a historical landmark deal. If you wanted to get try and get that, um, otherwise, I feel like that would get us in a lot of trouble. It could. Yeah, yeah yes. so I'll do it. <laughs> no, I'm saying we shouldn't do it. Oh. Oh. Like some of us have covers we're not trying to blow. Aren't you an assassin or something? <laughs> so I'm already a criminal. Oh, Lord. All right. <laughs> like, I think regular horseshoes that we can buy at the Zeke Freezes in place, the, the horse store. <laughs> Where the hell do you get horseshoes? Look, you all, you can figure that out. This is your project. <laughs> the stable? Well, there don't seem to be many, if any, horses in town anymore. Well? A no-horse town, eh? Mm-hmm. No farriers around? Would the gift shops have anything? It oh. is... Hmm. Um, the town's called Horseshoe. Yeah. Let me let me make a little roll here because this sounds something that could be. Um, this, this sounds like it could be like arbitrary. So, um, I'm just going to. I'm complete. I'm like completely off the top. Okay. Here's my thing. I'm going to roll two d six plus nothing. I'm going to still use the normal resolution things on a miss. It'll be no on a yes, eh, and on a and on a ten and plus, good. Okay. And that's a two. <laughs> <laughs> you got snake eyes. Um, there are souvenir horseshoes in there. They're made out of wood. <laughs> yeah. You get like the little like a uh, ornament ones. Exactly. Hang up. Yeah. Those fools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so well, um... You gotta Basil's stay vigilant when it comes to fairies. <laughs> Basil's gonna venture out late at night and oh, go steal the horseshoe Hell yes. from from the town hall. Okay, sure. Mysterian will help. All oh, right. nice! Oh, okay, sure, so the town hall is like, you know, it's it looks like it's pretty... It's, it's a, kind of a small, old-fashioned building. It's probably like... Um, inconvenient. This is not a big town, but the town has probably like outgrown the size of its town hall in terms of like its intended functions. So like you you there's some like other more modern buildings nearby that you would expect has the actual like important offices and stuff inside them. 
Um, but the the town hall is just sort of there. It's just like sort of a quaint little spot, you know? Um, and uh, there's probably like some kind of like a like a plaque in front about some kind of historical person. Um, but uh, yes, there is uh, a... Oh, there, there's like a there's a horseshoe um, nailed up uh, in front. You don't. Let's see. So it's not like there's like security guards out there, but people are going. I'm going to say that the consequences of this, whatever you do, are not likely to kick in as soon as you fail a roll. However, like the results are going to be pretty obvious, you know. Sure. Um, and there might be some kinds of like security measures around that aren't immediately obvious to you. Um, so, um, uh, someone here is going to have to act under pressure and uh, roll with cool to uh, purloin that thing. I mean, one factor is you're. <laughs> it's like you you're you can't get it just by like standing on your tiptoes. You're gonna have to like devise some kind of situate devise some means of getting up there for one thing okay so who's standing on whose shoulders <laughs> <laughs> well well you're taller than me so should should I try to get up on your shoulders or I, I, I I've don't, never done this before <laughs> I don't think that matters because our heights put together on the same <laughs> wait and they hold up their, their hands and start like counting on their fingers okay um right oh okay yeah I, I well I've got wider shoulders than you you here I'll be the foundation every plan is built on a good foundation that's what my trainer said that should be that should be your nickname, Terry. Good Foundation. It's Hysterian, but sure. <laughs> That's a bad nickname. <laughs> okay, so... You're giving me Good Foundation. It's not the song. Is that... A, <laughs> is that... It, was that a, what it was in your homeland, or...? What What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm, I'm from Kansas. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I meant that's what I meant. Is that a Topeka specialty? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm Kansas City, actually. Oh, I see. Wow, not, you're not... A, you're a city boy. Great. Anyways, get up here, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they squat like ready to ready to get get him on the, uh, their shoulders. Okay. So, um, this is going to be Basil acting under pressure and Asterian helping out, which is actually both with cool. So both of you roll your cool. Cool beans. I swear I forget Snake Eyes one more time. Okay, that's a seven from Jonix, which means that uh, Snapper will get a plus one, but uh, Jonix is exposing themselves to trouble or danger. And I helped. Okay. Womp womp. Emmer Effer. Okay, so you got you did in fact get Snake Eyes. Jeez. Plus two is four. Do you want to spend your own luck point? Or do you want to get an experience point for failing and also drag Asterion to whatever is going to happen? Man, that that's a hard decision. Well I I do love 
some good failure complications, I think I'll just spend a luck point. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, like a coward? Okay. And, uh, of course, that's going to have its own um, impact on your character, but, again, it's not going to kick in right away. And... <laughs> Hold on. Uh, let me just... I'm just, I just want to... I'm so curious. Yeah, I just want to see what it is. This is actually one of the ones that was in, like, the base game, which I appreciate. I um, actually have it here if you want me to yes, read it. Yes, just read it. Whenever you spend a luck point, someone from your past will reappear in your life. Soon. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay. But, so that happened. I You have given me... Um, so, <laughs> there's so many hooks for the next session if we do this again. <laughs> yeah, we've all it's, really been leaning on the, uh, luck points, because it's like, hey, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, so on 10+, plus, you do what you set out to do. So I think that you're just, you are the crooked, and I think that you pull off this little, like, this little heist, uh, very efficiently. You gotta, like, you know, you gotta pull out the nail that... Uh, was holding in, you know, secure it, and then I don't know what you do with the nail. <laughs> I don't know if you need that one. <laughs> but yes, you do have a decidedly old kind of uh, weather-beaten uh, horseshoe. It doesn't look like it would really be a good fit for a horse at this stage in its life. But uh, uh, He sticks it in his jacket and then throws the hammer he was using into the trash. Okay. <laughs> Who throws out a perfectly good hammer? Um, <laughs> all right, uh, and and one assumes that you then get off of Vestarian's shoulders and beat it. Yeah. Okay. No, we just keep going like that. I think we're just <laughs> bonded now. <laughs> you did make a very good foundation, Terry. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Thank you. Um. So, uh. While this is happening, so this is happening in, like, the dead of night as established, yes? Yeah. Um, what would the other two be doing at this time? Whether or not it's, like, something you'd be doing roles about. Like, just, just to see what, what's going on meanwhile. Well, uh, Zeke wanted nothing to do with this particular plan, so he's probably, like, smoking Pall Malls and drinking beer. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> what a badass. He, he's just sort of dingy. Let's see. I think Claire is um, slightly hurt. She took one point of damage, so I think she is trying to heal herself. Okay. Oh. Ooh. Oh, geez. Okay. Sure. Let's, um, hmm. Let's see, what would a good healing thing be? Well, since we've established this kind of like a downtime thing, I'm automatically slapping on. It's going to take some time. Mm. Um, let me just look at the other use magic options. Um, I've just got, I've got some, it, I shouldn't like really belabor this too much. Um, but I'm trying to think of what makes for the most interesting thing. Um, I think that what you're uh, looking for um, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some uh, ritual chanting and gestures. And um, you're actually going to need uh, one or two people to help cast the spell. So uh, that's something that maybe you're going to have to like 
get Zeke over for. Okay. Drag him away from his booze and <laughs> yeah, smokes. It won't be hard. He's just like bored. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're in that hotel, and she's just like, "Hey, want to do some dark rituals?" Hmm. <laughs> do you have a good reason? Yeah, it's it's just to uh, heal this uh, damage that I took earlier. Oh yeah, all right. I really, I don't really know how to say that in fiction. <laughs> but um, it's like it just feels like yeah, I have a t- bad headache, and he'd be like, oh yeah, cool, all right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right then. Uh, well, that does not count as um, well. Needing someone to help out doesn't count as like the you know help someone out role unless you wanted to do that in addition. I don't think there's anything preventing you from doing so. Okay, so I can like roll the helping out. Yeah, oh, if you want wait, to. Wait, no. Sorry, uh, I yeah. just <coughs> I just noticed under recovery, if I just rest, then I'll heal one. Oh, okay. I didn't see it before, so. Ah, okay then. Oh, I guess you could do it the mundane way. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, we already started this. Let's just yeah, do magic. Let's see what happens. <laughs> because why not? Yeah. Yeah. Okay then. Um, Alright, well first, uh, well uh, specifically, I would say the way you need someone to help out would be... Um, probably just like uh someone to like hold hands or something like that during the chanting i feel like it now this is just me completely like spitballing like weird magical theory stuff but it's sort of like jump starting a car um you're like <laughs> you're using someone else's uh like life energy to sort of like does that make any sense at all yeah, you're not you're not you're not draining him but, um, like, another healthy person participating. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, beyond that, how would you be helping out? Is there anything, like, relevant to your order that you could bring to the table there? Uh, yeah, if she wants some, like, accoutrement, he, he probably, he's probably got, like, a bag, he's got, pulls out some, like, tea lights, and, like, set those, sets them <laughs> up in, like, four corners, and he's gonna... Okay. He's going to do his own sort of, like, prayer thing to make sure he's on, in, like, I guess, top shape energetically. <laughs> that makes However, sense. This is working. Okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, first you roll with cool to help. Okay. Let's see. And I forget, does one of your moves enhance that? Or yeah, is that, if I succeed, it says they get plus two helping hand. I guess nice. That means. Successfully help out another hunter, they get plus two, so I have to make it first. All right. And I got a seven. Okay, yes, so that does count as a success. She does get the plus two, but you are exposing yourself to that danger, as established. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. All right, then. Um, and now uh, Claire can roll with a plus two on top of her existing plus two, I think. Ooh, okay. So you have a very low chance of failing. Um, I rolled six altogether, so All six right. plus four. Oh, okay, then. That is That is a ten. Um, you don't nice. get any glitches, and you heal one harm from an injury. <laughs> cool. <laughs> okay, yeah. And so I presume, like, the headache that had been sticking around with you clears up. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's all good. And you know what? It's honestly a good thing that you didn't just, like, try sleeping through the night or something like that. Because um, your phone starts buzzing. Oh. Um, she is going to pick up, of course. Is this all during the um, the heist? 
Or... <laughs> um, yeah, let's say, let's say these things are happening roughly concurrently. Yeah, Ang Lee style. There's a split screen. Where we're seeing two different scenes going. Oh no, not like that. <laughs> but yes, um, uh, your phone uh, does ring, and uh, you pick it up. And at first, you think there's some kind of like weird static or interference like coming through or something like that mm-hmm. and um just sort of this weird buzzing noise and then you hear uh linda sounding incredibly panicked and saying it's trying to get in uh, okay um it looked in the window it- oh god <laughs> Oh no! Uh, Let's go. Should I? Should I call the police? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think the police can help you, but I, I will, I'll be there with some friends right away. Um, okay. Oh, oh God! It's looking at me again. Oh, and she hangs up. Oh no. Okay. Um. So. Claire is going to uh, just, like, gather up her, her stuff, throw her coat on, and um, tell Zeke, hey, we gotta go. Um, the witness um, is having an encounter. I uh, placed a charm on her room, so hopefully they won't be able to get in right away, but they are trying. Uh, it's like, oh, hell, Zeke nods and, like, like, grabs his, like, golf bag or whatever that he keeps his medieval weapons in and, like, Starts crawling right. out to the car, <laughs> and she, Claire's also going to um, text Aster and um, Basil to let them know too. Okay, so yeah, you all. Asterion pulls out a different pocket watch. <laughs> <laughs> this is their burner one. Okay. <laughs> um. And can I go ahead and roll? Hunch, hunches, because something bad is happening. Um, yes. Okay, and that is uh, plus sharp. So I rolled four and four, and that is plus. Okay, that's a nine. Okay, so uh, what's the result there? The result is let's see, on a seven and nine, you get there late in time to intervene, but not prevent it altogether. Okay, and um, I will say similarly that um, Zeke, your uh, fortunes does have another have something relevant to this too. Yeah, so if I spend one of my hold, it says that I can be somewhere you are needed just in time, and that sounds perfect for this. So I'm gonna okay, spend yes. That. All right. Um, so I assume in the fiction that means you two are like taking off on your own, and the other two. I, who don't have their sort of narrative teleport abilities are going mm-hmm. to be coming up behind. Makes sense to me. That sounds good. Okay. Um, Basil's the one with the car, right? Yeah. So, okay. yeah, you, you get you guys will not be long. And this is not a big town, so, like... Sure. Yeah. Oh, so we're having, um, to, like, we're having to, like, huff it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. I... I the way, like that, kind of makes sense to me that Zeke would get there first because Claire's probably not that fast. <laughs> um, yeah, Zeke is like, like huffing and puffing and cursing about having to run so far. <laughs> yeah. 
There might be like some rental bikes around or something. <laughs> oh no. And horseshoe? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, um quick question. Are you um I mean, okay, so like you are going to arrive there in the context established. However, um are knowing that something is trying to get into a room, are you going to try and like get into the house first? Are you going to go like go around the outside of the building? What is um, your plan? Around the outside of the building first, because if it's like outside the windows, I want to be able to like see it. Okay then. Um, maybe maybe have like a trust Claire to keep in touch with the witness. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's okay, where so... that's where she said it was uh, before, right? Like outside yeah. out the window. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so you. Um, arrive at the house it is this is the first time you've been there it's sort of like you know a stretch of houses that are sort of like it i had a trouble describing this last time but it's that thing that happens when (laughs) it, it it's it's a residential stretch that's like in the middle of the woods but not this this whole town is in the middle of the woods is the thing you know yeah it's, it's one like of those a, places like a, it's a small like new hampshire or appalachian town or something it's exactly like, there's like, there's hills and there's woods and you just try to put a like town on it yeah exactly and so it's like saying something is in the middle of the woods makes it feel like it's very like isolated from any form of infrastructure and all that that's not the case here there's a whole you know it's like it's a whole it's a small but built-up town with like phone lines and like you can drive a few minutes and get to a walmart it's not exactly yeah um it's just like their backyard is woods though exactly yes it's basically like where i lived (laughs) yeah yeah um and uh you know that at night is definitely it's sort of it's a scene um and as you near the house you do like hear something and again it is sort of like a buzzing um and so you follow that you go around the front of the house to the back and you see on the second story window there is something clean to the side something clean to the side of the wall and is like peering into the window it is um person shaped um it has this sort of like faint greenish glow to it um it is hard to make out um its exact body shape because it seems to be wearing some kind of uh like cloak that uh goes down past its legs and it it seems it is uh small by human standards it's not like it's it's like maybe it's it's between five and four feet tall. And that's about... Alien cloak. I knew it. <laughs> and uh, that is all you can uh, make out at the moment. It seems pretty uh, focused on that on on that window. So, what do you do, Zeke? Oh, jeez. Um, Zeke did not think to bring a crossbow, so this is... Mm-hmm. That's up on the second Crest floor, right? Fairy. <laughs> yep. Ah, oh, jeez. Looks like I'm gonna have to jump. 
<laughs> so would this be like uh like so like normally kick some someone ass or act under pressure <laughs> okay so kick some asses Let, let's let's go over like the rules real quick okay okay so kick some asses for fighting specifically for like inflicting yeah. harm if i just yeah. want to like when kicking some ass is getting into a fight yes okay um and uh, acting under pressure is trying to do something under conditions of particular stress or danger. I don't know if that's necessarily the situation here, because you haven't, like, you know, activated it yet. Okay. Um, if you were in range already, I would le just let you, like, grab it. Right. Uh, because, you know, if you can just attack, then there's no need to do a roll. However, um... One of the uses of use magic is do one thing that is beyond human limitations. <laughs> oh, okay. So if you so wanted to, jump. yeah. So if you wanted to, like, samurai Jack jump good. <laughs> cool. You could, in fact, do that. Otherwise, like, I think the jump that's being described here is pretty significant. Yeah. So no, definitely. Okay. Yeah. What if What if you just whipped one of your swords at it? Just, just fucking chuck that shit. Just threw, just threw my mace at it. <laughs> I don't think any of them have the throne tag. Yeah, unless, unfortunately. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> really sort of an oversight. I thought I'd, you know, I thought, uh, I thought I'd have more outside help. You know, your, uh, like, grenades and horseshoes and everything, but this is just going all pear-shaped already. <laughs> um... We're on the way, just distract him. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, I'll do a uh, use magic roll to do a, like, super leap and try to, like, tackle the thing and basically bring it down to ground level where we can fight it properly. Okay, um, let's see. I think, um, the only thing I'm going to call for here is uh, ritual chanting and gestures, um, Given the nature of your order, I like the concept of, like, invoking some kind of, like, saintly miracle or something like that. Uh, but... Psalms are also uh, generally good. Okay, yeah. Um, so whatever you think is appropriate for that, and uh, roll with weird. <laughs> uh, let's see. A plus two, so pretty solid. Oh, right. Damn. A total of okay. 13. Okay, yes. Um, no downsides here. Okay, yeah, you call upon uh, the favor of God or whatever intermediary um, handles this particular sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> the saint of jump good. I don't know if like you would go be going to like St. Patrick specifically, or if there's someone else, yeah. or if that the or, jump good saint. If, or if, if, would, if you just the need angels of big ups. Yeah. Saint Barkley. <laughs> I was um, the patron saint of fairy home invasions. <laughs> and, uh, I guess um, that would be St. Patrick. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so uh, you you do jump up, grab it, and bring it down with you um, as you, you know, as you come down. And, um... Yeah, I think Zeke's gonna be like, alright, buddy, we need to have a little talk about this whole uh, snatching children thing. Okay, um, as you land, it, um sort of like it's uh scrambles out of your grasp and is sort of like um 
Well, uh, now you that you are up close with it, um, you can't... Looking at it up real close is pretty jarring because its face is, like, next to featureless, except for two very big black eyes. Oh. Um, it, as, as you can see, it does actually have, like, long hair but it's all it's like exactly as pale as the rest of its body and like sort of plastered down against its scalp so it's hard to really make out from a distance um so it's kind of ghoulish yeah um and i think that like as you are bringing it down um that is also when claire arrives and um it uh stands up to its full height, which is, you know, not very significant. And then its cloak spreads. And it's like the wings of a Luna moth. But instead of, like, the sort of weird, like, almost flaky paper-like substance that a, that, like, a moth or a butterfly's wings are made out of, this, it sort of looks like it sort of looks like skin that's being held up to light. You can see veins through it. Ugh. And the... Gossamer. And the wings begin to... Like, vibrate. And you hear this sound. And it's the sound that you had been faintly hearing before. Claire, it's the sound that you had heard over the phone. It's like the... It's sort of like the sound a cicada makes. But... It fluctuates in tone the way someone would use if they were like playing an instrument. It's it's like it's like a cross between like like a cicada and a theremin. Shit, maybe um, this is an alien. <laughs> um, and let me just pull up my uh, stats real quick because um, both of the people present. Need to roll with cool. All right. Okay. Um, I got a five. I have no bonus. <laughs> oh. I think I get a yeah. I got a I got a one cool. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. I rolled a one and a four for a total of six. Okay. Right. Do either of you want to spend a luck point, or do you want to take some experience? Um. We've been using a lot of luck. I think I'm just going to eat this one and see what happens. Mm, All right. Yeah. Okay, then. Um, the... <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> That's not something you want to hear. <laughs> like, I'm going to tell you right now. I want to hear that out of your uh, game master. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've done that, and it's... It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's for the good times. So, um, both of you, something about the something about this sound, sort of like it, like gets into your head, and you find it very hard to like focus on anything, like beyond even standing becomes an effort for you. Um, sort of like a sudden case of vertigo or exactly yes and so um, you both uh, start 
sort of slumping where you stand. And uh, this is probably a good point to cut to the others, who um, will probably around now... Uh, well, actually, you know what? Okay, so like this, like a lot of PBA games, I like the idea that it's a show, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like the idea that... Um, we see them slumping, and then we cut to the others pulling up, and we don't know exactly how long it's been. Um, okay. So, uh, you two are in the car. Um, I skipped the scene of you getting your armaments, but you do have it, Asterion. Um, but let's save the description for when you pull it out, because that seems sure. like the impor- appropriate time. Um, so, you, you've got your, like, your van, right? Uh, specifically, he arrived in a drifter sports car oh okay uh, this time <laughs> okay so he was pulling off a heist oh okay so you've got both of your cars with you uh yeah. is what you're saying okay i wasn't sure whether or not one of them was back at the shop um uh okay yeah so and and when you do that do you like pull up like with a drift is this like a whole like yes, screeching I, thing I, I parked the wrong way on the street because I drift into the parking spot. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. That's... Okay. Um, in front of a residential house, so yeah. it's like, it's like not impressive. It's just... <laughs> just some asshole yeah, being loud of... in your cul-de-sac. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well then, um, uh, because of that, I think like some lights start coming on in the house and um, as you are getting out, I think that, uh, like, someone's going to come running out. And it is uh, the mom from the previous episode who is uh, looking like she is, you know, dressed to uh, go to bed. And she is, um, like, looking outside, like, pretty pissed off. Like, hey, what the hell are you people doing out here? <laughs> Pro- uh, well, Zeke is trying to, like, pop his ears and, like, stand up straight. <laughs> like why? What oh no you no doing? you you are uh oh we're, we're not oh, in the scene the right place. now you're, I'm sorry you're behind you're behind the house okay I thought yeah. we were all meeting up my bad it's okay nice. um we're Basil, on official business Basil is actually just gonna use one of his moves uh-huh. um I'm gonna use notorious oh, oh, oh wow um <laughs> he's just he's just gonna uh like move his jacket and flash like his three guns that he has oh jesus oh no (laughs) (laughs) get inside and keep your head down all right um what's the consequence for that again (laughs) um so uh when you reveal who you are your terrifying reputation counts as a reason for people to do what you ask okay uh for the manipulate someone move okay then uh Uh, revealing your identity to someone can create other problems later of course yeah okay um roll that uh roll that charm i think puzzle is very charming when he shows off his Mm -hmm. gun yeah (laughs) yeah we'll make the roll yep (laughs) <laughs> Give me a good roll dice bot. Good enough. That is <laughs> an works. eight. Let me just double check how this would work in this situation. Um only do something for them if you show right now that you mean it. Um jeez. 
Um, <laughs> hold on. I think in this case it counts as the reason. So y- yeah, um, yeah, you've definitely showed that. I think, um, y- you know what? I, th- I think the one thing to show that you mean it would be like drawing one of the guns. Yeah, he pulls out his submachine gun. Okay, then. silent submachine gun. Um, I think that she just straight up screams and runs inside. Naturally, yeah. 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 Um, okay, then. Um, Basil, you're really fucking this up for it. <laughs> Please don't um, Okay, yes. So, are you going... Are you going to go help them? Yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll go around the back. Yeah, Asterion somersaults out of, out of the car. And, uh, okay, then. And, takes off of the sprint okay then um as you uh as you come around the house uh you see in the backyard uh with like the woods sort of looming over you both um uh both zeke and claire seem to be in some sort of trance and there is this like glowing winged thing that is currently advancing on zeke and it has what looks like some as a knife drawn um it appears to be like uh it looks like it was like it doesn't look like a modern knife it looks like it was like chipped out of stone or flint or something but cool. in the glow it looks incredibly sharp so what do you do is it aware of us as you uh round the corner it like raises his head and it like i i don't think there's anything more appropriate than hissing i think you can't go wrong with a good hiss in this sort of monster <laughs> situation Alien. yep um and so what do you do uh, Asterion goes, "Hey, ugly!" <laughs> and uh, and pulls out the the kit that they got. Okay, and so uh, the kit that you got is sort of like a. It's kind of a crossbow. Um, however, instead of an arrow, it is loaded with what um, looks like just kind of like a thing of rebar. That's like maybe about like eight inches long or something like that. <laughs> oh god. And um so the uh and so obviously it like your thing is a bit more uh like stocky in order to deliver a payload like that. But the sure. thing is it's also blunt. Um oh cool. Um and so yes, I assume you're going to try and kick some ass. I am going to try to kick some ass. Okay. So let's see, that is with tough. Alright. So I have a zero in tough. <laughs> While this is going on, um, Claire can't really stand or move, but what mm-hmm. she can do is try to <laughs> jinx the monster. And because this is a lot of effort in her current situation, like the air is sort of uh, shimmering around her like heat haze in the middle of the night. Okay, so... But- um- be- because you're in a trance and all that. Oh, let's can see, I not actually, act? It's it's fine. Um, if I can't. But <laughs> I'm trying to figure. Actually, I'm trying to think of what the best. As always, as the master ceremonies for this sort of thing, it's tricky to arbitrate. You know, uh, what is a fitting punishment? Um, oh yeah. Uh, but like, you already have the like the hold from Jinx on hand. Oh, yes, do is I that... still have one? Oh yeah. I think you oh. have one. Okay. So if you just wanted to spend that, I think oh, you should yeah. do then, so. Then I'll go ahead. And perhaps give our good friend a plus one so he hits instead of misses. Yes, yes because... <laughs> that Yeah, that was my plan. 
All right. So, uh, what's that? What's that result then? Um, if it's a plus one, that means it's a seven. Okay. <laughs> Just squeaked it out. Um, yeah. Okay. So when you get into a fight and kick some ass, roll tough. On any success, total of seven or more, you inflict harm on and suffer harm from whatever you're fighting. The amount of harm is based on the established dangers in the game. That usually means that you inflict the harm rating of a weapon and your enemies inflict their attack harm rating on you. Um, and you don't get to uh, pick an extra effect because you have not been... Uh... Yeah, it wasn't a 10 plus. Yeah, it wasn't 10 plus. Okay, so... You bring your crossbow thing to bear, but because it is loaded with, you know, this, you know, big chunk of iron and all of the mechanics necessary to launch it, it's a little slow in the process. So as the uh, fairy closes in on you, um, you you land a hit on it. I think that the uh, bolt, like, just straight up punches through one of its wings um, which aren't, like, you know, extended and singing right now, as it were, but, you know. Uh-huh. Um, it, like, punches through that, and you can see, like, some, like, smoke coming up from it, uh, from the hole as it does that. And that is great, but it is able to close the distance and stab you with its knife. And, um, the knife is really sharp, and this thing seems to have a lot more, like, muscle power than you would expect based on its size. So, it does three raw damage. However, you have two armor, yes? Yes. Okay, yes. So, it does, you take one damage. <laughs> <laughs> like that? Yeah. Is that good? Uh, a good effort? <laughs> That's a good getting stabbed sound, yeah. Yeah, um... Basil! <laughs> Go! Alright, okay. yes. Uh, Basil, what do you do? Um, Basil looks at both of his hands. He has the, the horseshoe in one and the silent submachine gun in the other. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and he throws the horseshoe at it. Okay. Sure. Thank goodness. Yeah, um, th- uh, I would call that another ass-kicking roll. <laughs> I got a plus zero, because we're not... We're two cool super killers who can't kill anybody, actually. <laughs> and that is... Eight. Okay, that's an eight. Um, yes. Hold on a moment. Um, okay, so as, uh, the fairy is, you know, like, moving forward, I think it's trying to, like, I think it's, like, trying to drive Asterion to the ground, um, and so as it's doing that, you chuck the horseshoe, and it hits, and, you know, it is a horseshoe, and not something intended as a weapon, and, uh, it does... And you're not superhumanly strong, but it does hit, and uh, you, it like hits it in the side, and you immediately see like this really big, ugly bruise forming, and it sort of it it screams, and it is a fucked up scream because it's like sort of halfway between say a person and the sort of sound that like a game fowl would make. Um, 
And let's see, it is going to uh, take to the sky again. Um, and at this point, I'd say that the uh, the other two, uh, at this point, you are, like, getting up. So this thing is, like, it is, like, flapping above you despite the hole in its wings. Um, uh, Aster has been stabbed. Um, the horseshoe is sitting on the ground. Um, <laughs> Useful. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, yeah, so, uh, what's, what is everyone's next step? It's sort of, it is, uh, hovering midair and looking at you all with this, uh, expression of contempt, one would assume. Oh. Man, it's flying again? Yeah. Ah, shit. Uh, Hmm. So we've shaken off the trance. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. Trying to think. Is there any way Z can help one of these two with their roles to try hmm. and take this thing down? Um, I mean, you do have Geomancy Spare, I think. Right? Yeah, okay. I can give somebody a... Uh, and give someone a plus one forward? Okay. Yeah. Um, you can do that. Um, you can, uh, if you wanted to like use more magic, you could try to like bind it or something like that. Or there's actually like a ranged damage option in it. Um. Uh. Yeah. So. Yeah. Helping. Or you could also try and like um. Assess from a tactical situation, like read a bad situation. Oh. Okay. Oh, that's plus sharp. And uh, sharp Zeke is not. Okay. Um. Actually, that. I'll do it anyway, though. I like that. All right. Okay. Cool. Got to figure out what do you do when it's too far away to hit with your sword. The ancient problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a ten. Okay, nice. nice. Um, so as I assume this is reflected as you like, sort of like looking around as you're coming to your senses. Okay. Um, and so uh, you get three hold, and uh, it can be spent to ask um, to ask me. One of the following questions, one for one. What's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's the most vulnerable to me? And what's the best way to protect the victims? And um, when you act on one of those answers, you get a plus one ongoing while it's relevant. Okay. So it seems like the, the question I was asking initially was, what's my best way in? Okay. Um. Hmm. Into what? Into hitting this uh, monster. Like into close combat, I guess. Okay. Right. Um. That yeah. might, like what's most vulnerable to me would make sense uh, there. I think if yeah, that's true. what you want. I think. Uh, um. Uh, well, no, I no, I think. Um. I'm. I'm down to accept that one because I like, like interpretive wording of mm-hmm. moves. Um, and I also think, like, what is most vulnerable. It doesn't necessarily say how, it just says yeah, what's vulnerable. Probably the monster. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, obviously the issue presented is that, um, <laughs> it, um, well, one, it can fly, and two, when you bring it down, it can just go back up again. 
So if you could find some way to incapacitate the wings or just the monster in general. Okay. That could be, that would be something. Do you want to spend any of your other hold or save it? I'll save it because I have an idea. Okay. So one of the things of use magic is trap a specific person, minion, or monster. Yes. And now I have a horseshoe. Oh, yes. So mm. I'm going to chuck the horseshoe, try to get a dinger on this fairy, and like sort of just like lock it down. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> like you're literally trying to like get it around its neck or something like that? Um, mostly I just want to like whack it. And Okay. But okay, like n- let me let me look at the potential requirements. I'm a fan of this. Um, so yeah, traps. It's a good thing we got the horseshoe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was I was really counting on Asterian's like slug gun, but <laughs> let's see. You never see. know what's gonna come in handy. Yeah. Well, obviously, there's already a material component. Um, I think ritual chanting and gestures is kind of in line with what you've been doing so far. And um, I don't think you would need more people, so yes. Like, I think if you were just throwing it at it, it would have the same basic effect as what Basil did. But you're, like, imbuing this with sort of like a almost a reverse wording sort of thing is that the is that the case yeah i'm trying to sort of like bind it to the iron or at least like maybe maybe it doesn't make sense let me think i i i i kind of get it like because i was oh i was picturing oh, if you I'll, can use, get the... I'll, I'll use the association of like iron and use it to like make the, make it heavier Oh, okay. So that it, yeah, like, can't hover. Its wings don't look especially uh, great for its like mass, powerful. anyway. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, sure. Yeah. Okay. So, like, go ahead uh, and uh, yeah. try to yeah roll weird and with an extra plus one. Oh, nice! Right, uh, for using the information. Got a and seven, is... just barely. That is a seven. Okay. Um, oh, it also means I get the glitches, right? Y- yep, you get a glitch. Um, and so uh, either the effect is weakened, it has a short duration, you take one harm, ignore armor magic, the magic draws immediate unwelcome attention, or has a problematic side effect. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, I'm going <laughs> to say the magic draws immediate unwelcome attention. Uh, there's a loud like ringing like a bell when the horseshoe <laughs> the fairy just sort of plummeting to earth like a rock yes um and i imagine that's like not very happy about it either yeah um so yes uh it does get hit and immediately it just like falls as if its wings like don't even exist um it falls to the ground like it's struggling to uh get back up and um it looks at you with this, like, expression of, um, very intense hatred. <laughs> and, Reason. um, so it sort of, like, does this little, like, 
gesture with its hand and it is suddenly holding what appears to be um an arrow made out of light that it just chucks at you oh shit cool um so uh what are you going to do and what is um anyone else going to do if um like let's see i think that if you were trying to uh like dodge out of the way that'd be act under pressure but also if someone else wanted they could uh protect you i was just thinking about that asterian might uh or could uh could try to you know tackle him to get him out of the way okay yeah uh that sounds that sounds good uh roll with tough okay oh that is an 11 um okay so on a success you protect them okay but you'll suffer some or all of the harm they were trying to get if you get a 10 plus use an extra you suffered little harm minus one all impending danger is now focused on you you inflict harm on the enemy or you hold the enemy back um i let's see i know what the what the 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 leap pro gamer in me wants to do mm-hmm. but i don't think that actually works for the situation very well um <clears throat> so uh how about uh just suffer little harm okay then um so this uh bolt grazes you and um it's like your armor is like nothing to it however uh because you were so agile in the process you only take two damage okay so now three damage yes you are this close to being unstable um okay um anyone uh let's see uh, well, the fairy is on the ground right now. Um, it is not incapacitated, but it does seem to be trapped in place. Um, what is anyone else going to do? I don't think that Claire has had an, a chance to act since she regained full control of herself. Yeah, so. and so I think what Claire is going to do is she's going to kind of stalk toward the monster the air is still shimmering around her. It's kind of coalescing into shadows, and she is going to use the big whammy. <laughs> oh, nice. Hell yeah. So what are the stats on that? Um, it kicks a mass, but you roll plus weird instead of plus tough. It has two harm, close, obvious, ignore armor, and on a miss, you get magical backlash. Okay. So, um, so close means it's in the same basic range as, like, a handgun or that sort yeah. of thing. Um, obvious. I'm very interested in what the obvious is. Well, she's shimmering and <laughs> all of that. Nice. Okay, yeah. Um, okay then. Oh god, I got a three plus two. Oh, um, do, does, let's see. Do you want to spend a luck point to boost yeah. that? Let's, let's oh. go ahead and do that. Then you can have something on all of us if we ever come back to this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Um, and let me just double check. Keep oh, on, I keep on closing I just that. found it. Oh, okay, yes. Um, <clears throat> as you mark off luck boxes, your dark side's needs will get nastier. Oh, okay. So, again, not an immediate effect, but yes. Um, I, I, I like the idea that 
as you are lashing out, it is maybe feeding the dark side a little bit. Yeah, yeah that that's cool. Okay, so um, you kicked some ass and you got a 10 plus. Let me just... Okay, so choose one extra effect. You gain the advantage, take plus one forward, or give plus one forward to another hunter. You inflict terrible harm, you suffer less harm, or you force them where you want them. I'm going to inflict terrible harm. Okay, jeez. Let me just tally that up. And it's two harm base, yes? Yes. Yes. Okay, so um, so is this attack, is this like, um, is this like kinetic, is it energy... Um, energy. Okay, and it's, like, yeah. visible. Okay, yeah. So you blast the thing, and it, like, sizzles, and... And again, it's got, like, this, like, awful warbling cry. So, uh, the fairy is, like, there on the ground, um, very beat up. Um, it, like, you definitely do get the impression of, like, a flying insect that is too wounded to fly you know like it's it's not the exact same atomically but just the way it is like sort of carrying itself and moving it's something you've seen before from like a wasp near the end of fall or something like that mm-hmm. oh, okay um and uh as it sort of uh glares at you it sort of has this like in- it has this like really thin mouth but it's sort of like turns up a little bit and it makes this sort of sound that might be like a death rattle or it might be a laugh and um and, and then it reveals the timer on its wrist no, <laughs> no. <laughs> explosive <laughs> oh never mind no it says eh, go ahead snuff out my beautiful light but <coughs> your precious one is still mine. <laughs> oh, damn, what do you say to that? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. It seems we both have something to give one another. Yeah, Zeke's gonna, like, walk over and, like, stand over it, like, doing that thing with his mace where you, like, sort of, like, like, like hit your other palm with it. It's like, well, well. All right. Guess we'll have to work on that one too. <laughs> um. Ah, what are we gonna do with this thing? So, I mean, yeah. Are you going to like, um, are you going to like put it down? Um, are you going to try and uh, negotiate? I will say right here that the rules explicitly say you can't just manipulate someone with a monster. Gotcha. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Asterion goes and picks up their their bolt mm-hmm. that they fired earlier and walks back with it, kind of okay. like a, like over their shoulder. So, I, it occurs to me I've got two holds left on read a bad situation. Mm-hmm. So I might as well use at least one of those now. Uh, one is: Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? You can hear people uh, moving around in the house. Um, you have definitely drawn a lot of, uh, mortal attention, and so, like, uh, it, it is probably not unfair to assume that the cops are going to be here soon. Yeah, thanks, Um, However, um, despite all of the, like, magical charges going off and screaming and all that, um, 
there doesn't seem to be any like answering calls or whatever coming from the woods. Okay. Hmm. Oh, and also, uh, actually, I should uh, clarify: this thing is still capable of lashing out at you. Oh, okay. Yes. Claire is going to back up a little bit, and she's going to take a camera out of her bag and just start snapping pictures. Oh, okay. Um, I, I out of character. I, what do you all want? Should we just a whale on it? I think. <laughs> I think we should take it hostage. I think we should. Hold on to it and get out of here before the cops come. Yep. Oh, we're gonna okay, take it we with can, us. We, we can we could fashion some sort of like rudimentary prison thing inside of our van, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, how, we got enough iron for that. How can do we... you plan? <laughs> how do you plan on incapacitating it? Oh, we just wrestler stomp. Yeah, I'm gonna, like, gonna wail in on a circle. It. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, okay. I think that's one more. Well, that, Put the boots to it, medium style. Well, that's well, that's one last. Well, you're literally kicking some ass, so <laughs> so roll to do that. Oh. And, what are, are you, and as established, you're just doing like unarmed, or oh, uh, which one of us? Yeah, Zeke. Okay. I mean, it could just be the cousins just going for it. <laughs> um, um. Well, then one of you could roll, and the other one could help. If oh, I'll go ahead and help good. out since I have that helping hand thing going on. That's a good idea. Okay. Let's see. 2d6. What's helping again? Plus. Cool, cool, I believe. Oh, boy. I'm glad this game thinks like. That's help, a 10. Helping, helping people is a cool thing to do. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, um. So he gets and, plus 2. Yep, Jonix and uh, Jonix rolled a 9. So that is 11 on uh, Kick Some Ass. So, um, again, what are you doing here? Are you just trying to, like, knock it out? Um, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, um... Yeah, I think that's a you force them where you want them. Yeah, I think that's, that makes sense to me. <laughs> oh, we gotta yeah, get them yeah. into the van. Okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. Sort of, like, yeah. knocking some sense into them and then, you know, <laughs> picking up the ferry and just dragging them into the van, like, before the cops show up. Okay, um, hmm. Uh, okay, so, um... <laughs> So unarmed, Sorry we made this so complicated. It's okay, it's fine. Um, unar- so, unarmed damage normally just does, um, like, zero damage, you know? Mm-hmm. However, I have harm moves on hand. Um, and uh, whether or not, like, mechanical damage is exchanged, I am free to, like, just put these into play when harm is done. Oh. Um, so I am going to, uh, like, one of them is, like, knocked down or in extreme pain or something like that so uh yes i'm going to say that you're able to like like get at this thing however um it is going to uh it is going to swipe at you with its knife again oh shit yes um so unless someone else comes in to protect in that case i figure um, i'm already helping wrestle with it yeah okay is anyone else going to come in and try um, and... Uh, I think it would make sense for Claire to try to get in the way, especially with her uh, pain and <laughs> dark side. That makes sense, yes. Okay. Oh, so, yeah, um, roll uh, protect is tough, I believe. Which I think is my... Yes. Yep, that's my negative one, so <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see how this goes. Oh, I got a ten, so a nine. Oh, okay, nice. Um... So you protect them okay, but you'll suffer some or all, 
some or all of the harm they were going to get. Um, uh, I so how are you going to do this? Are you like literally in between? Are you just like grabbing at their knife arm? Um, I think she, yeah, I think she's literally getting between. She's gonna like try to grab their arm at the same time, kind of in one. She's not really thought it through. She's just kind of like um, dashing over there. I get you. Yeah. All right then. Um, then I think that you are going to take. Um, let's see. Uh, trying to figure out. Uh, let, let's let's do the middle ground. You take two of the three damage that could have potentially been taken. Alrighty. So you do get you do get stabbed, and it does it does hurt incredibly. <laughs> So yes, you take yeah, you take two damage. Okay. Um, okay then. Um, uh, well, uh, yes, you have. Uh, you yeah, <laughs> you really like. Uh, you're really helping out there, and Astrid better appreciate that. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, of course they do. And um, so you have uh, effectively incapacitated the fairy for right now. However. Getting it into um, your car, especially before the cops show up, um, is definitely going to be acting under stress. Uh, whichever one of you can take point on this, if you like. Uh, I'll do it, since uh, that's my thing, actually. You've got, oh, okay. oh, you've got, uh, you've got like, cool two? I've got plus two, and also I have the move bottle it up. Oh, dope. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to get the full so okay let me just say what bottle it up is mm-hmm. you can take up to plus three bonus when you act under pressure for each plus one you use the keeper holds one that hold can be spent later one for one to give you a minus one on any move except <laughs> act under pressure ooh okay so I'm I'm gonna do the full plus three okay ooh. now we have to play because... a second game because like yes. Owen has all of these fucking. Mm-hmm. Points so we can have us. our dark middle chapter <laughs> yeah. just get completely yeah. and utterly destroyed. Just entirely retru- like Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is actually a uh, let's see, two d six plus five. Jesus, so you cannot fail. I literally cannot fail. That's a fifteen, and that's a fifteen. <laughs> you did not. You really did not need that. <laughs> I really didn't. But also now I I succeed with a plum and i think that's worth it okay yes so you get you get that thing into guess the trunk of your sports car um, <laughs> and manage to like use the horseshoe or something to like you know seal the seal the back or something um, nice um and you and you are able to peel out like as you can hear uh police sirens <laughs> cool great uh, <laughs> all right then. So now we have to exchange a. Uh, you know, we have to figure out a hostage exchange with the force. Yes. <laughs> um, and I think that's a very good place to end this episode. Um, uh, damn, that was not what I expected, but also very fun. So um, that is. Uh, yeah. Thank you all for playing. And next time, we'll see how the hell this concludes. (laughs) (laughs) Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. 
we would like to give special thanks to Calvin Cox, Dave Camp, Dumpster Hime, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Heather Connolly, Homo Ace, Jack Toops, Charnope, John the Book Hoarder, MC Verdandi, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Sean Kelleher, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier.